Welcome to the Clements Coaches Show, where we bring you the inside scoop on what's going on in Colts football. We'll be back right after this. Gilbert's Jeeps and 4x4s on Highway 72 West is the place to go for high-quality, clean, used Jeeps, including CJs, Scramblers, Wranglers, military Jeeps, and other 4x4s. If your Jeep needs parts, they've got them too. Tops, guards, and other miscellaneous items. Stop in and see Grant at Gilbert's Jeeps and 4x4s located at 6494 Highway 72 West, just a mile east of Elk River between Athens and Rogersville. Open Monday through Friday, 8 till 5, Saturday, 8 till noon. Call them at 729-1980 or check out their latest deals online at webejeeping.com. Gilbert's Jeeps and 4x4s. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with a play action sports update. Listen weekday mornings at 725 and weekday afternoons at 125 and 325 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the play action sports update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Welcome to our last Clements Coaches Show of the season. The Colts traveled to Winfield for their first playoff game, and a 62-14 loss made the long trip back home even longer. I spoke with Coach Michael Parker yesterday. You know, I mentioned last week that the AHSAA had Winfield's record listed at 20-0. and uh, Yeah. I guess you found out why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had crowned them a couple of years in advance. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't see a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, I didn't see a lot of coverage on this game after the fact, though. Uh, can you kind of give us a rough recap? I know there was a lot of scoring going on, so I'll forgive you if you can't remember. Yeah, I'll forgive you if you can't remember them all. <laughs> oh man, well, we started out. We got the ball first and put together a little drive on them and got inside their territory and fumbled uh, the football, and they recovered it and. Uh, I think it's the second play for scrimmage. They busted it open and scored on us, outruns to the end zone. And uh, that made it 7 to nothing. And then uh, uh, they kicked off to us and pinned uh, us inside the 20, about, probably about the 15-yard line. And I called a pass play, first, first down. I don't ever do that. So I was trying to get off my tendency list there and uh, threw a pass first down and uh, their receiver caught it, <laughs> oh, okay. and uh, retarded. It was a pick six, so they ran it all the way back, kicked their sport, missed it, made thirteen to nothing. So uh, as to how the first quarter ended, uh, so we had the ball. They kicked off to us, and we had the ball when the second quarter started, and held us on downs. We punted to him, and he returned it for a touchdown. So. Uh, Jumped out twenty nothing on us real fast, and uh, then they kicked off to us, and we put together a drive, and uh, I had a long kickoff return, and drove it on down and stuck it in the end zone, and went for two and got in, made it twenty to eight, and uh, uh, then it was it was all them after that. Yeah, I still yeah. I st- Turned another another punt for a touchdown, and just had some had some long. Long well, yeah, I saw where. I mean, you mentioned it was twenty-one to eight there, um, and, and you, you kind of had some. 
you had some hope there, you know, 20 to 8. This is not a, yeah. a, a an out-of-hand score, but I don't know. It, it, maybe it's kind of like you only poked the bear, and then they just started reeling off touchdowns right and left after that. Yeah, man. It, I mean, you know, honestly, I, I, we probably could have played them 100 times and never beat them. So, I mean, they're, they're a good football team. They're, they're where, they're where we, we want to be. But we wasn't on the same level as they were Friday night. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to make a run. Uh, this week going to be rough on them. They, they got to play ball this week to beat Ohatchee, but uh, And then I think they got Piedmont. So, uh, I mean, if, if Piedmont beats Lauderdale County. So, you know, they they got a good – they got a uh, – they got a good chance, but they got a rough road. You know, the next couple of weeks they'll have a rough road. Yeah. Uh, but they they can get it done. Uh, they're pretty they're pretty good. Uh, they lost one of their best athletes last Sunday. He was out playing basketball and broke his ankle. Oh man. Uh, didn't hurt him against us. I think it will hurt him on down the road. You know, uh, he was just he's. He was exceptional athlete. He's probably probably the best one they had. Okay, so so he got hurt before your game then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we didn't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, now I meant he 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 got hurt before y'all met up with each other. So yeah, um, see how good he was and how good they are. The uh, he was the punt returner, and uh, the guy they replaced him with returned two punts on us. <laughs> okay, so that's how. That's how good they were, man. They, they, he's, he's done a good job. Coach McKinney's done a good job down there. It's uh, hard to compete. You know, I got I got a few good athletes there. But they had eleven. They had eleven out there on, on both sides of the ball. So they really, they really got after us pretty good. Well, as far as your scores go, who got your first touchdown? Uh, we threw a pass to Braden Smith. Uh, Jaden threw it to Braden Smith and. He scored on that play, and uh, I think we threw a slant route to Dylan Patrick to make it eight to nothing. Okay, I mean eight to give us eight. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and, and Jaden Jaden returned the returned the kickoff for a touchdown later on. Okay, so that that was your other touchdown. Then I was going to ask yeah. about that. So, yeah. uh, um, well, as far as uh, well, we mentioned their injuries. Did you come out healthy enough? Uh, earlier in the game, Jaden uh, had a hip pointer. They hit him in the hip, and I had to take him out for a couple of series. But he came back in, and uh, he finished the game. You know, he was sore at the end of it. And uh, Patton week, Brady Moore rolled his ankle. We thought the thing was broken, but uh, that was on Tuesday. No, that was on that was on Wednesday. Uh, we thought it was broken, and... He didn't practice the rest of the practice and didn't practice it all Thursday and came limping in on Friday, but he practiced Friday night and played. He got a little bit better throughout the week, this past week. And he played uh, three quarters. They played two of them, you know, limping because he was trying to push a pile and hit rolled on him again. So uh, he was a warrior for us. He played hard. Uh, just couldn't couldn't go anymore, so I took him out. Yeah. Um, who'd you say that was? Brady Moore. Brady Moore. Okay. Um, 
Well, as far as penalties and turnovers, I mean, you you said they had a pick six. Uh, yeah. What? How, how were your penalties? Penalties wasn't bad both ways. I mean, I think they had more penalties than we did. Uh, referee pretty much sat back and let us play. You know, and I've, I I noticed that we did the James Clemens game last Thursday, and then I watched, yeah. went to watch East Limestone and, and Centerpoint on Friday. And it, used to, it seemed like whenever you got to the playoffs, you you started getting calls or started getting called for things that you didn't get called for during the season. But now it seems like it's kind of done a reversal of that. And you're... You know, you're not getting calls that that you're used to getting. Yeah, but that's just my commentary there. <laughs> I'm not going to expect you to say, "Yeah, the refs are stinking during the playoffs." Um, well, I mean, we've 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 had some dudes this this year. I mean, toward the end of the year, it seemed like they got a little bit better. But I earlier on now, it was we had some terrible calls. Yeah, calls that calls that you know. Couple of couple of wins there that we could have had if it had been the right call, uh, but I guess you could could play on that. I guess, but uh, I felt like you know it went against us and it hurt us because both games that they hurt us all. We got beat by six and eight. And you know, I know that there were a few weeks, and may, I don't know, maybe from about three or four weeks back on to the end of the year, you know. I, I know that that some games were running short on crews, uh, referee crews, yep. and yep. so you know, I guess I could understand you know maybe not getting some calls or maybe some wrong calls from somebody trying to call from the other side of the field. You know that they're not used to to calling, but uh, yeah, you know, I know yeah. one one game we all, we had four referees one game, so. Uh, We've been short referees, for sure. Yeah. Well, seems like everybody's shorthanded these days. So. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Well, you didn't take it as far as you wanted, but uh, I think you outdid the expectations of everybody on the outside looking in. I mean, you know, last week you said, you know, y'all, you expected to be doing what you were doing, but. you know, you don't want moral victories, but uh, I guess you take what you can get. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like I said, you know, against Wilson, we should have won that game. We had a, a referees gave gave them a uh, turnover they shouldn't have had. Our guy was on the ground. That was inside the 10-yard line. You know, that's, that's a touchdown taken away from us because we would have went ahead and stuck that one in. We moved the ball pretty good on them. That was a win there, and then Calvert Heights twenty to twelve. We dropped four touchdown passes in that game, so and then uh, had a couple of bad calls there. Uh, but you know, you catch those passes; those bad calls don't don't matter, right? Uh, so you know, just those couple of games there. I mean, that makes you six and four uh, with your last four wins. That makes you six and four, and then could play better against Phil Campbell. You know, Ardmore was tough on us. West Limestone was tough on us. Lauderdale County was tough, but, you know, three minutes going to the game against Lauderdale County, and, you know, we're down 20 to 12. So we're playing with the number one team in the region pretty good at that point. 
and, and playing hard against them. Well, you know, play here or there, you might have been hosting a playoff game. Right. So that's what I, what I tell you, you know, that's what I expected. That's what I expected to do, but, you know, it don't always play out the way you expect. Right. Well, after after this game Friday night, what, uh, you know, I know you like to leave your team going out with a positive message, you know, what 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 positives did you uh did you see from this last year other than the, the really the turnaround there? Yeah, and that was the biggest thing that I, I told them, you know, that was six. A bunch of adversity had already hit and you know you said oh and six. It would have been easy to fold ten and say, you know, well let's just we'll be oh and ten this year, we'll we'll do better next year. But they did and they kept fighting and kept uh, kept digging and showing up for practice and doing what they're supposed to do to get better, and and kept working. So, you know, you can't you can't fault them too much on that end because they did they they stayed after it and and turned it around. So that was the biggest thing that I told them. You know, that goes to show you that you know you keep fighting, you keep doing what you're supposed to do, good things will happen for you. Only one half of 1% of all high school student athletes play basketball in college. But all 100% of them become adults. That's why playing basketball in their high school team is so important. High school athletes learn life lessons that help them grow up. Lessons that can't be taught in the classroom and often aren't taught at home. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. WKAC wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to WKAC1080.com throughout the school year and click on the Tailgate Talk icon to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 WKAC. Back on the Clements Coaches Show. Well, let's move on to the senior spotlight. We got uh, Brayton Smith is a uh, senior that's been with me uh, ever since I've been there. And Bo Brayton has too. His name's William, but okay. call him Bo. <laughs> so both of them have been with me ever since I've been there. And uh, both of them have been loyal, show up to workouts, they do everything they're supposed to do. And that's the reason they got on the field so much this year because of their uh, hard work and dedication to the program. Uh, Bo, Bo was a defensive player for us more than offense. He played uh, some safety. And Bo stands about five foot nothing. <laughs> and weighs about 120 pounds. But for that for that weight, he's about the strongest kid on the team. I mean, he busted it in the weight room. I say 120. He probably weighs about 140 pounds. But he's a slab of muscles, all he is. And, uh, he gets after the weight room, and, and he will strike you. But now, uh, toward the end of the year here, he had some back issues. I think it's some sciatic nerve issues. and That hindered him the other night from playing a little bit, so he wasn't able to, to perform Friday night like, like he wanted to. 
Uh, but he's a good one. He's a real good one, and uh, love that kid. And and we, uh, Braden Smith was a wide receiver. He's the one who caught the touchdown pass at, uh, the other night against Winfield. Uh, got good hands, runs good routes. We didn't get him in the ball enough, I don't feel like, this year as, as much as we should have, I think. And, you know, as, as nothing we can do from the sideline. You know, you, you call a play and the quarterback throws it where he wants, where he thinks he's, where that he thinks it's open at. But, yeah. you know, yeah. there's plays called to him where he was wide open and, and the ball should have been thrown his way. And, and it gets a little frustrating at wide receiver when you, when you're running good routes and you're wide open and the ball goes the other way. But, that's not on him. I mean, he's doing what he's what he's supposed to do. But he's a good kid also, and uh, both of those guys will go far in life uh, because they got good character. So, is it back to work? Take a few days off? What are you going to do? We started back to work this morning, man. We had uh, some speed and agility work this morning. Tomorrow morning, back in the weight room. So, uh, we had we had Clements, man. We ain't got time to take off. Yeah. <laughs> well, how many juniors have you got coming up? Uh, I was counting them this morning. We don't have that many. I think it's about four. Okay. Uh, four juniors. The sophomore class is pretty big, and and the freshman class is pretty big. Okay. The class coming up. Not that not that big. All right. Well, hopefully you can have some guys. Some extra guys step up for maybe a couple of years there to to lead. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, good luck in the off season, and uh, we'll probably see you at a few Clements basketball games this season too. We're supposed to be there Thursday night, as a matter of fact, to do the Whitesburg Christian game. So. Good All righty. Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate the phone call. Y'all yell if you need anything. Appreciate what you do, man. That was Clements coach Michael Parker. The Colts played to a 3-3 region record, 4-7 overall. They also set the school record for most points scored in a season at 319. The Clements Coaches Show. Check out the WKAC Sports page. Go to WKAC1080.com and click on the WKAC Sports icon. You can listen to the current sports stream as well as game archives, past coaches shows, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk on demand. If you're on your smartphone, you can stay automatically updated as new items are posted. The WKAC Sports page, another reason why your best source for Limestone County sports is WKAC1080.com and 1080WKAC. Join us for Applebee's Tailgate Talk every Saturday morning at 10 on WKAC. We'll talk to coaches and sports figures of local interest and get their thoughts on whatever comes down the pike. This week, our special guest will be AL.com sports writer and author of the book, We Want Bama, Joseph Goodman. We'll have more Huntsville Havoc tickets to give away to our latest Howl with the Havoc winners. We'll also announce our latest Athlete of the Week and give away an Applebee's gift card and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. Applebee's Tailgate Talk, Saturday mornings at 10 on your Tailgate Talk app, on your Amazon Echo or Google Home device, online at tailgatetalk.net, and on the air at 1080 WKAC. You've been listening to the Clements Coaches Show. 
If you have a question for the coach, email it to coaches at WKAC1080.com or use the form on the WKAC Sports page. You can also mail it to WKAC Coaches Show, P.O. Box 1083, Athens, Alabama 35612. If you missed part of the Coaches Show, you can hear it on demand by going to the WKAC Sports page and going to the Coaches Show tab. It's also available on all major podcast platforms. Listen for the Coaches Shows on 1080 WKAC. Get time, go! WKAC!